You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome back to another episode here on Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Bulldogs, your team every day. Uh, and we're still feeling great. We're still feeling fine. Why um, wouldn't I be, Clint? B- uh, because we just trounced an SEC opponent. We're heading mm-hmm. into another SEC opponent that I hope oh. we crush the soul of the, so the, much. The bloodlust for Vanderbilt, Clint, is still high. I, I really believe you're going to see Kirby do some things that Clark Lee will never forgive him for. I I'll tell you that right now. Kirk Lea? Kirk Lea? Kirk Lea? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, premier, we don't think it's- premier job in college football. Premier program in college football. That's what he said. That's what he said about Vanderbilt. No one made him say it. No. Okay. No. Could have been a practical joke that his friends play. He could have lost a bet. That maybe that's why he's the head coach of Vanderbilt. Lost I can't confirm or deny that he lost a bet to Coach Vanderbilt. I don't know. Somebody get, you somebody get Brady you. Quinn on the phone. Uh, there's a yacht somewhere missing. Hey, we don't take each other uh, too seriously, nor ourselves. We take UGA fandom very seriously on this podcast. Glad you're here. We're here five days a week. If you're new to the podcast, Daniel and I just like having fun. We want your fandom to increase as ours increases as well. So join us in making sure that we are the best UGA fans as possible. Have some fun with us. That's right. We're not gurus. We're not insiders. We're not here to break down any film or tell you you know, about any crystal ball predictions for what an 18-year-old is going to do with his life. What we are here to do is be Georgia fans, talk like Georgia fans do, Georgia football and basketball. And so glad that you're here. If you're new to the podcast, uh, welcome. A couple different places that you can find us. Find us on audio, wherever podcasts are found. If you're there, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and review. Also, check us out on YouTube, Lockdown Bulldogs on YouTube. Uh, You can subscribe there. That's a big deal. Helps us out a bunch. And then uh, just click that thumbs up or leave us a comment or ring the bell or whatever the thing is that you do on the YouTube. Um, That's great. And then send us an email, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys. We have the best fans in. Oh, uh, we do. It in all of podcastdom, I I don't know where you guys come from, <laughs> I don't know who you are, I don't know yep. what's happening in your lives, but I'm I'm here for it. Whatever it is, uh, keep on coming. So send us an email. We do read every single one. If we haven't replied to your email, it's not because we haven't read it. It's just because we we'll haven't get got to it. We're um we are grateful for all of your questions, your show ideas, your segment ideas, all of your thoughts about the show, all of your random musings as you watch georgia football games we are Ooh, grateful they're for so all good of, all of the randomness that you send us you can also hit us up on twitter at dogs podcast you can follow us there uh, is that what you do on twitter yeah you follow yeah you can follow us there and um <laughs> i don't know there's so many things i get them confused let me just tell you this lockdown bulldogs never starting an instagram i can pr- i just promise you that there's not what will we even take a picture of I mean, in that trip to Charlotte, that Instagram would have been full. We would just had assistant manager Brandon over there at the table. We all kinds of all kinds of photographic evidence. All right, Clint. Yes, we're talking about the South Carolina game. 
And yep. defense um, boat this time, not not offense, defense. We did that yesterday. We, if you didn't get the offenses segment, mm-hmm. go back and listen to it there. Today, we mm-hmm. we switch into the defenses side, Daniel. And uh, oh, I'm getting I'm getting I a, little, get a little warm. It's getting a little warm in woo. here. It's getting a little. Uh, is it just me or is it uh, getting a little Jordan Davis in here? Because um, may may I start? I, let me start. You with may. Something. Okay, no, thank you. You may. You may. The floor is yours. I see the floor. T's and P's to Roquan Smith in mm. Georgia uniform. Had a good run. Um, Roquan, had a great run. Had a, had a great boy. We've never we hadn't seen anything like it since freaking David Pollock and uh, okay. Thomas Davis I, out here running around. I we don't loved Roquan Smith mm-hmm. with all yeah. my heart. It was a good time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I mm-hmm. went to college, and I left Betty Sue back home. Oh no! Oh no! And, <laughs> oh no! And I ran Roquan into- is now the high school Betty Sue. Which, <laughs> if you actually had a girlfriend in high school named Betty Sue, I will pay you one thousand dollars right now. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to prove this to you. Nobody. <laughs> You better. I'm going to prove this. I'm going to need. I'm going to need verbal confirmation from Betty Sue herself. She ain't. To, she ain't to pay no, that. Pay no, that. We're gonna. She, no, we're not. She's gonna. not speaking. I'm not going to take the thousand. I'd rather not make the call and you keep the thousand. If I could be totally honest with you. Okay. Well, the podcast is off to an aggressive start today. Um, Jordan Davis uh-huh. is my abject favorite Georgia Bulldog. I have ever rooted for in my entire life. I am here for all of it. He's one of the best defensive linemen we've ever had walk through our doors and yep. screw it. I'm sorry. He's the best defensive lineman that has ever walked through our doors. I said it and he's my fan favorite. He's lovely in every respect. He is yeah. still hunting down every running back and quarterback sideline to sideline while simultaneously dragging three men with him. This is a different. He's my. Fa- he's it. He's he's my favorite of all time. I'll tell you this. He's unequivocally the best interior defensive lineman we've ever had. I don't know about Bud Stevens lineman. He is absolutely a one man wrecking crew. It's but but the thing is, Clint. He's not. He's not one man. He's not alone. There's so many of them. If Jordan Davis weren't on this team, yep. Listen, we would have the best defense in college football. Now say that about the 2017 team with Roquan Smith. I can't. I, Roquan was the defense. He he was. Listen, it. Lorenzo Carter, unbelievable. Sure. Davin Bellamy, unbelievable. Single handedly won the Notre Dame game. Like we get it. There were some amazing players on that defense. Yep. But you take Roquan off, that's like a top 15 defense, yep. maybe. Yep. You take Jordan Davis off this defense, and we're worse, way worse. Yep. We're still the best defense in college football. Did you see Devontae Wyatt oh, get after the quarterback in this game, Clint? 95 can straight out get out there and ball now. Uh, third round or better confirmed. 95's got all he needs in terms of draft stock. He's got all the game tape that this man needs. All right? Uh, get him in front of an NFL GM. He's going to be just fine. Just fine. just fine. The front seven, Clint, I, there's nothing – I don't know what to say. It's it's Nolan Smith is playing like the number one player coming out of high school. Um, 
he was on he was unreal in this game. Adam Anderson was great in this game. Great. Nolan Smith looked like the best edge rusher that we had in this game. He was unblockable. He was running through tackles. He did that little on the strip sack, Clint, the little dip that he did where he just got his body on the full Michael Jackson uh, thriller lean, you know, like that he was doing. That's a smooth criminal. That's what that oh music video is. Oh, my gosh. And the Michael Jackson smooth criminal lean, he, he did that, and just, he just whoop. Mm. Um, boy, Nolan, Nolan Smith, unbelievable. Ev I mean, we could just Ev go. We could just go. You, again, tell me one more time. I defy in all comers. All comers, you give me any offense in the entire – you give me Michigan's rushing attack, and they're rushing for like 330 yards a game or something like that. I'll hold you to 75. We ain't no northern Illinois, I'll tell you that. Uh, you give me a passing attack, you name the team. I don't care. Yeah. Sure. Don't matter. Hey, Matt Corral, you can't throw it. You can't throw it downfield when you're laying on your back, son. What happens? What happens when your five second of read turns into two point two second, and all you see is red demons hunting you down what? from the second you snap the ball? What happens when you try to break the pocket and scramble for all them yards that you were getting against Tulane? Uh, again, What's, again, you, see, you think that Adam Anderson's your problem, and he is your problem. He is absolutely mm. your problem. That's fine, but he's going to stop you from getting outside. The real problem is coming from the the backside behind you. Ooh. He's, Ooh. he's he's number forty one, and he oh, no. and he's on he's on the way. But um, who's the best linebacker? Who's the best uh, middle linebacker on this team? <laughs> Channing Tindall. What a season this guy is having. Channing Tindall has exploded. What a onto season the this guy is having. Again, so you just made the claim Jordan Davis gets off his defensive line. We still have the best defensive line in the entire nation, which is bananas to say. But I'm going to tell you right now, Nicobe Dean has become the second best inside linebacker on this club. Now, if you're talking And he blitzing, hasn't gotten worse. He hasn't I, I gotten worse. Say, he has only produced Nicobe Dean-esque things, which is which is great. Channing Tindall is on a level. I have not seen a progression, this kind of leap. I, I haven't I haven't seen it. Daniel, I can't think of another linebacker, another player that has come on the scene like this that has gone from reserve spot play to tackling. You said uh, Boss Bailey blocked every kick. Mm -hmm. Daniel, Channing Tindall has made every single tackle this entire year ever. Prove me wrong. That's not prove me. Prove me wrong. You just whatever stat sheet you're going to show me, you made that up. You it's a lie. I watched the game. He made them all. He made every tackle. It's not the same position, but we just mentioned him a minute ago, and that the comparison seems to fit for me. Um, he kind of reminds me of Lorenzo Carter. Lorenzo Carter comes in, five star yeah. kid, big time recruit. You know what? Nolan Smith kind of reminds me of Lorenzo Carter too, but comes in, five star kid, big time recruit. And takes him a little bit. Lorenzo mm -hmm. Carter, his first couple of years in Athens, a little shaky. Made a couple of flashy plays, but a little sure. shaky. Could never really seem to get his feet under him, playing behind some other guys. But then all of a sudden, that late junior year, going into going into 20, late 2016, going into 2017, it's like it just clicked for him. 
Channing Tindall has just come alive. Well, we watched the spring game and we said, Quay Walker is everything we need in a middle linebacker next to Nicobe Dean. And Quay's been fine. He has. But Channing Tindall has been unbelievable, Clint. It's Man been on fire. Unbelievable to watch this guy, Adam Anderson, running down there covering Ooh. kicks, ending people's lives. All right, we got to stop. We're going to talk about the secondary right. when we come back in uh, the second segment. Um, but we'll go to break now and we'll talk about that when we get back. We need to let you know about prize picks. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this. And I know you will too. Prize picks is a leader in college football daily fantasy. Offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players on the Power Five as well as mid-majors players you maybe not have heard of. PrizePix offers you props that you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. Um, Emory Jones, how you doing? All the users deposit take the over. right now. Take the over. We'll talk uh, about it. Third segment. Third right segment. now, Hold you it. can deposit your promo code and receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. You put 100 bucks in, they're going to give you 100 bucks right on top of that. You pick two to five players, the over under their projections, and you can win up to 10 times your entry. Allows you to do mixed sport entries. It's an award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com. Go to the local App Store, download the app today. Price Picks with promo code locked on. Also want to let you know about Rock Auto. They are the place to go to get all of your parts for your car on the internet. Uh, we say it all the time on the podcast, but there is no reason, absolutely no reason, that you should go to an auto parts store. They have one type of some of the parts that your car might need, and rockauto.com has every part that your car will ever need. The warehouse that the auto parts store is going to have to order your part from so that you can come back on a week from Thursday and pick it up, that warehouse is rockauto.com. You can go there yourself and get it at a better price and get it shipped straight to your door without having to go back and talk to uh, Eduardo at the auto parts store with just not a mustache in sight, not a singular strand no. of hair in sight. The full mustache of auto parts retailers <clears throat> is rockauto.com. They're the place to go to get every part that your car needs. Type in locked on in the how'd you hear about us section that lets them know that we sent you and then you get every part that your car needs at a reliably low price. It's rockauto.com. Let's talk about the secondary. Many consternation, many of teeth have been snarled and gnashed thinking about the secondary. Uh, Daniel's included. Daniel's teeth are the ones I'm speaking of. Not any... Yes. Any ambivalent, just these are not hypothetical person. teeth. No, they're not metaphorical are, teeth. No, these are actual human teeth inside my mouth. Um, Amir Speed um, mm. is not is not good enough. I I refuse to believe that we don't have a better corner that can play every down. That is not Amir Speed. I refuse to believe it, Daniel. We have a better one, Keely Ringo. Get on out there. Brother, do your thing. And it's fine. Keel Ringo is better than Amir Speed in this game. Keel Ringo, now they didn't complete it, but Keel Ringo also got flat out burnt. Got just got run by. He this did. guy, Josh Van, um, he just came out and lit us up. Not the best receiver we're gonna play this year, Clint. This is the problem. But see, no, he's this is good. Not, no, he's very good. 
But Luke Doty and Josh Van ain't the best combination we're going to play this year. And it was all you've got to do against this defense seemingly is just just throw it up in the air, Clint. And they're coming down with a much higher percentage of those balls than they should have. I know it. It's. I'm. I'm gonna circle back and 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 probably curtail some of this negativity coming back here in a minute. But I do think it is worth stating that right now, to me, there is one glaring weakness on this team, and it's not the run game. It's, it's the not. secondary. It's the secondary is the glaring weakness on this team. Okay. I'm gonna here's here's my PSA for you, Daniel. And it takes a little bit of context. It takes a little bit of of M dubs hit you with the the more you know. He just went he just went in full full more you knowed me. He went full. I used to have a pit bull tattoo and I've only now just removed it on my chest on you. That's what he did. <laughs> Is that Pitbull um, the dog or Pitbull the rapper? Either that, one. You, is that a, you choose. Is that, a, is that a Mr. Worldwide tattoo? Dubs, can we confirm or deny? I would pay upwards of $100 to get a picture of a M-Dubs Mr. Worldwide tattoo here on the YouTube channel. Dubs, prove me wrong. Get it done. Um, here's the deal. The more you know. Fact one. Kirby Smart and Dan Lanning had a perfect game plan against Clemson. Fact. Sure did. Now, you can tell me Clemson's not that good. Clemson's good. Okay, like, like they're not playing up to their... We broke them. We, no, well, no, no, no. We broke them. Well. DJ Uwe still has nightmares. Okay? Well. They're good. I didn't say great. I did not say great. I said good. I'm glad. Okay? I don't know that they're good, but that's fine. Go ahead. That's okay. next segment. Secondly, okay. Dan Lanning, Kirby Smart are saying, let's see what we have. Let's do litmus tests. Let's see if we put guys out on the island. Against Clemson, they didn't put anybody out on the island for much of the game. They had two deep safeties for much of the game. They did do man-to-man. They brought some heat. But for a vast majority, they had that too high safety look. This one, no, that wasn't there at all. They said, man up and go do your job. It reminds me of the Seahawks. Uh, when they made a Super Bowl run with mm-hmm. Richard Sherman. And the defense was not – it was just play your position. That's what the defense was called. Yeah. That's what this defense is doing, manning up and seeing what to do. And you're going to get burned. Kirby said after the game, it's calculated risk. We knew we were going to get burned. That's what we're doing. If you want the pressure, if you have a lead, it's kind of like pitching in baseball. When you have the lead, you go out there and you throw strikes, Daniel. That's all you do. You got a 10-run lead, throw strikes. We're up by a bunch. We're crushing them. Blitz, play man-to-man. You're going to catch a few of those balls. I get it. I think I think it's evident that our cornerback position is not strong. We get Tyke back. He's back there at safety in the star position. We got Brini and Lewisine and Christopher Smith, Roman back there. We can man up on some slot things. All of a sudden, we start game planning differently. I think this defensive secondary takes a different look. And right now, Kirby and Dan are experimenting because they have liberty to. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. And look, the bottom line is you're not gonna go you're not gonna go pitch 15 shutouts. <clears throat> I know as a Georgia fan, like that's what we want to do. We think this defense is elite. We don't want to give up any touchdowns. Um we want to go and shut everybody out. 
you're not going to do that. And the fact of the matter is, <coughs> excuse me, that with this offense that we have, we don't have like we don't have to do that. That's the thing. We take thought coming into the season, we thought coming into the season, the defense is going to be good enough, and the offense is going to light everybody up this mm -hmm. year. And look, in the Clemson game, we said, well. You better just flip that script around. The defense is going to light everybody up, and the offense is going to be good enough. Well, I think now what we're seeing is the offense is already elite and is only getting better, right? Yep. Darnell coming back. Jorge coming back. Dom coming back. Kyrus Jackson got some run in this game. He's coming back. The offense is already elite and only getting better. This front seven is elite, we can give up two or three home runs, explosive plays. We can give up three or four home runs or explosive because guess what? Those three or four home runs and explosive plays are going to amount to 17 points. That's it. And and then what are you going to do? What are you going to do to get the other 23 points that you need to beat us? Because listen, Clint, mm -hmm. it ain't run the ball. No, that's not what you're going to do. You got to keep it's pitching. Not, it. It's not dink and dunk your way down the field. Ask DJ. That ain't that ain't it. Oh, that no. ain't what it's going to be. So oh, no. you take your 17 points. That's fine. And now JT needs to go out there and just put 28 on you and we win comfortably each and, and tell every me we're going to get into this next week. Tell me a defense that you are right now scared of in college football. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, good. Me too. I, I, I answered already. Did you? I caught that. that. Thank you. Okay, great. Uh, all right. We're coming back after this um, for a new segment that we're going to try to get into every Tuesday. A little look around college football. A little, what mm -hmm. did we learn uh, this weekend in college football? First, I want to talk to you about the fine folks over at Bet Online. They are your online sportsbook experts. They're the place that you we go to place every wager on college football that we make. Locks were back this week. We had another decent week, not an incredible week. We didn't lose you any money this week. Nope. Still holding firm. We're still firmly above 500 for the season. All these locks come out every Thursday, and Bet Online is the place that you go. They have got college football, the NFL, Major League Baseball as it gears up for the playoffs. Everything that you need to bet on any sport that you want, money lines, spreads, parlays, over-unders, prop bets, anything that you need is at betonline.ag. They're your online sportsbook expert right now. Enter the promo code locked on, and you're going to get 100% match on your first deposit. That's promo code locked on, and you're going to get 100% match on your first deposit. So that's free money with which to bet at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. So this big picture look at college football, we learned a lot. I, what I did we learn this, was, this weekend? This was a very informative weekend. A very insanely. informative weekend. Okay, three weeks down. All right. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of case study. Okay. A lot of things have happened. All right. A lot of so tendencies have we'll come just, down. Let's just go rapid fire back and forth, and then we'll, we'll end yeah. kind of on the big SEC game. The biggest two opponents that we think, we think George is going to play, there's – uh, we think Georgia's going to play this year. The, those two big opponents played each other in Gainesville. It was a big game, a lot of implications for Georgia. We're going to cover that last. We're going to get to that last. Okay. So Florida, okay. Alabama thoughts are going to come last. But let's just go rapid fire back and forth. What did you learn this weekend 
I'll start. I learned Clemson's not good. No, 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 not good. That's I disagree with you. We disagree. Clemson, not good. G off. That's a G off Collins led team that has That's embarrassing. smoked already this year in a non conference game. Uh, took them to the wire, Clint. To the wire. Okay, that's what. I, that's the first thing I learned. Uh, I learned that there are no good teams outside the SEC. There are no good teams outside the. It is a wide open Iowa good good football team. Yeah, not, let's not say there are no good teams. Correct. Okay. Plenty of no, good teams. Oregon's there good. There are no great teams. Oregon's good. Iowa's good. Cincy, good. Gutted out good. a win. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan it. State, good. Mel. Um, How you doing, Mel? Mel? Get you some. Uh, UCLA, fraudulent. By the way, Michigan I told you. I might be, I, Michigan might be good. By the way, you tell me right now, Michigan don't have a shot to beat Ohio State because they do. Like every other you say no shot. They got a shot this year. You were gonna you were gonna brag about UCLA. I'm gonna allow you I, to do that, and then I was, I'm gonna comment on that. UCLA is fraudulent, and the Pac-12 is fraudulent. That's Uh-oh. it. Um, here's what I learned. I learned Ohio State's gonna score 40 points in every game, and they're gonna lose twice this year. They've already lost once, yep. but they're gonna score 40 in every game. Congratulations, Ryan Day. Um, two losses. This year, I don't know which two games it's going to be, but two losses. Uh, I learned Lincoln Riley is going to get out of Dodge while he can. Elite college football play caller. No, he he gone. I don't know where he going. What NFL team is going to be calling him? Somebody's going to be calling him. Um, Spencer Rattler ain't Patrick Mahomes. No, That's, sir. <laughs> that is not it. Um, I learned. Just to parlay all of these things together, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma are not going to make the playoff this year. This just in. Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma are only ranked in the top 10 currently because they were ranked in the top three in the preseason. You only. There's no evidence that these teams are good. Cincinnati making the playoff. There's. No, Cincinnati's going to lose to Notre Dame after Notre Dame Ooh. loses to Wisconsin this weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah w- yes, thank you. Wisconsin's going to be mm-hmm. chaos. Chaos, is, gonna, chaos um, is happening everywhere. Okay. Did you learn anything else before we get to Florida and Alabama? Uh, no, that was the big picture that I learned. All right. What did you learn about Florida this weekend? A pretty entertaining game. It w- look, just to be totally clear. I, I tuned in from – from the snap to the end until right until the game time. But it was entertaining bef- all the way through. Yeah, okay, I'm going to let you say what you're going to say. No, no, no. I want to say it first because then okay. I want to get to the real takeaway. But So before you say what you learned about Florida, let me just say. Emory Jones made some good throws in this game. I know it's yes. fun to get on here and bag on Emory Jones. But late in the fourth quarter on that drive, he made an unbelievable throw over the middle to keep them in that game. and. Just we will have at least a dozen people unsubscribe for this next two seconds of audio. Oh boy, here we go. Dan Mullen had an unbelievable game plan in this game. And Florida did everything they could to win this game. Kudos to them. Oh, on, okay. on almost winning. 
here's and here's what I learned. Florida gave every single thing that they could. Literally, yeah, it feels so good to say. Dan Mullen coached the best game of his career. Emory Jones made a couple mistakes, made up for it. Their O-line played well. The defense showed up, and they lost at home. Here's what I learned. Mm. Florida don't have the juice because they just spent it all, and it wasn't good enough. So am I nervous about Florida? No. I'm not. No. Did they play Bama well? Yes, they did. Shouldn't that elicit some sort of response from me? Nope. Because Bama was yes. off and weak, and Florida had eaten all the Wheaties that they possibly could at home in a raucous crowd early in the season. Week three, when you don't have everything up and running, they are most vulnerable, they are most snake bitten, and they couldn't pull it off. So I learned. The best Florida has isn't good enough. And that makes me beyond happy. It's not good enough, Clint. And let me just nope. ask you this, just as for a cherry on top. That game plan, the best Florida can do. How's that going to work against Georgia? Trying to run down the middle of monsters? Good luck. I, I beg you, Florida. Please. Florida fan. We were texting I, each other. Please run that scheme. Against Georgia, please. Dan, Dan, come with all your arrogance. Tell us you're going to ram it down our throats because it's going please. to be the longest please. evening in Jacksonville for you. Um, Here's what I learned about Alabama, Clint. That ain't Alabama out there. No. I don't know who it is. I don't know what they've done with Alabama, but that's not Alabama, Clint. That team doesn't have it now i'm gonna say some things okay thing, num thing number one florida's game plan in this game gave me supreme confidence in georgia's chances in jacksonville you understand bet the farm on georgia in jacksonville whatever line that comes out to just let so you know i'm triple betting the line whatever it is Hammer. Why don't you just bet three times the amount on the first bet? Because I because I just get too excited and I come back. I bet the I bet, no three times, but I bet like ten times the amount I would have. You do bet three times the amount, and then you do it again. That's right. <laughs> um, okay, but Alabama's game. The thing that Alabama does well, mm -hmm. based on our conversation in segment two of this podcast, does make me a bit nervous to play it. Because listen. Alabama can't run the ball. They they can't Nacho run. Najee Harris ain't there. I, I was told it's the best stable of running backs in college football. <laughs> but uh but what Bryce Young can do is just stand back there and sling it now. He just yep. and just sling it downfield. And they've got big time playmakers and wide receivers. We know that. But listen, I don't think it matters. This Alabama defense is hot garbage. What's the one thing Alabama prides itself on defense throughout every single year, depending on whatever unit is best, DB, linebacker, or defensive line? What's the thing they pride themselves on on defense, Daniel? Tackling? There it is. How's their tackling What's the one year? thing they're the worst at in college football, possibly? Tackling. <clears throat> 
we might score 55 against Alabama. I And listen, they might score 28-30 against us. Not scared. Not worried. Not worried. Not worried, but you know, but Daniel, that mm. that's assuming that's mm-hmm. assuming we might we learned, leave them. We learned something else this weekend. I've been I've been holding on this one like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ole Miss a problem, y'all. Ole Miss a giant heaping problem for everyone. For everyone. Including us. For college football. Lane Kiffin is a problem. Matt Corral, problem. That defense, problem. Ole Miss has woken Those up. Those wide receivers. Oh, my gosh. Um, they're going to beat Texas A&M by 29 points. Texas A&M ain't, ain't, doesn't scare me out. Whatever. G- get off my lawn. Uh, that, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. But listen. Here's what I learned from this weekend in college football. And this is what we'll just we'll just kind of go out on this note. We'll be back tomorrow. We got a bunch more to talk about oh, yeah. uh, of this Georgia football team and the Vanderbilt game coming up. We'll start to break that down tomorrow as well as talk about a few other things, Kirby's media availability, all that stuff. Here's what I learned this weekend in college football, Georgia fans. This is it. This listen. Listen. If it's not, if it's not now, when? Georgia fans, Georgia is is last year's Alabama compared to the field. Now, was there a chance last year's Alabama wasn't going to win the national championship? As you went through week to week to week to week, you thought, yeah, maybe there's a chance that this Alabama team won't win the national championship. Maybe there's a chance that so-and-so will sneak up on them. Maybe there's a chance that, you know, Florida played him a close in the SEC championship game, whatever. Maybe there's a chance that Justin Fields and Ohio State will put something together in the Natty. But then you get to the end of the season and you look back and you realize there was no chance. None. Alabama was winning all the games because they were better than all the other teams. That's your team, Georgia. That's this, that's this team. We're yep. the team. Yep. That's what I learned this weekend, college football, Clint. We'll be back tomorrow. We got a little warm in here. Started out warm and ended warm. Somebody find the thermostat. We'll, We'll be back tomorrow talking all things Georgia Bulldogs, and we'll talk to you guys.